Hi, you're listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for Taking Charge of Your Health, and I'm your host, Dr. Madge. The colon plays a large role in our gastrointestinal system. It's also commonly referred to as the large intestine. What is it, and why is it so important anyways? Well, this episode is brought to you by Reagan.com. We're always trying to find ways to help you do things better, and nobody does corporate communications better than our friends at Reagan.com. Their reputation for practical, useful webinars and events is second to none. And if you're an HR professional, I hope that you'll visit our show notes for this episode. Well, you'll see a special invitation from Reagan to participate in a live webinar on corporate wellness featuring me, the house call doctor, and the get fit guy and nutrition diva. With actionable and practical tips, this webinar will help you make your company's wellness program a success. Are you proud of your wellness program or do you need help getting employees on board? Then register for how to make big healthcare cost cuts with a corporate wellness program today. For example, I'll be talking about how you can find out how to prevent common workplace injuries and why office ergonomics is crucial to employee health. That's Reagan Communications. Be sure to check it out in the show notes of this episode. So what is the colon? Well, the colon is the large end of our digestive tract, running approximately one and a half meters in length. When we consume foods, it first enters our mouth, which is then swallowed and then transferred down the long tubular esophagus, and then into our actual stomach that sits below our sternum. From the stomach, it then enters the small intestines where most of our nutrients are absorbed, and then finally down to the colon. The colon consists of four parts, which are all in an arch within the abdomen. The ascending, running up the right side, the transverse running across the top, the descending down the left side, and then the sigmoid colon that ends in the rectum or anus where our bowels exit. The colon has several functions in the body, with the two main being water and salt absorption. In addition, the bacteria that normally resides here further breaks down any leftover carbohydrates that the small intestine left undigested. The digestion of these carbs produces carbon dioxide, hydrogen, and sometimes methane, which then exits the colon in one of the most popular topics of party conversations and second-grade humor. Yes, flatulence. So like any other parts of the body, things can go wrong. These can result in certain health problems. In the colon, there are several disorders arising from abnormal colon health. Here are some of the most talked about. Number one, colon cancer. This is the third most common cancer in the United States. It happens when the lining of the inside of the colon goes haywire and overproduces cells that produces a tumor. Number two, diverticulitis. The lining of the colon also results in outpouchings called diverticula, which are very common. However, In a small percentage of patients, when small food particles such as popcorn, nuts, and seeds gets caught within these outpouchings, it can inflame the lining and cause an infection. Number three, colon polyps. The lining of the colon can also form little bulbs of tissue called polyps. And although many are considered benign, some can actually have the potential to turn into colon cancer and are therefore removed. Number four, colitis. 
When the lining of the colon becomes inflamed, we call this colitis. This can occur for several reasons. First, our patients can acquire a hereditary condition called ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease, which is a more rare cause of colitis. Second, Antibiotics can predispose someone to a bacterial overgrowth called C. diff bacteria, which commonly causes colitis. And third, viruses and other bacteria can also inflame the lining of the colon. So what is a colonoscopy? Well, a colonoscopy is an important but routine test that is recommended in order to screen for colon cancer. It consists of a long tubular fiber optic telescope, which is inserted into the rectum and then advanced into the colon in search of polyps and abnormalities that can be removed and biopsied. The colonoscopy is generally recommended starting at age 50 and performed every 10 years, as long as your first result is normal. However, in those with a first degree relative, No, that doesn't include your third cousin twice removed, but your parents or your siblings. Who has a history of colon cancer, screening is recommended starting 10 years prior to when that relative was first diagnosed. So, for example, if your parent had colon cancer at age 52, your first colonoscopy should be done at age 42, which is 8 years earlier than the rest of the general population. So have you had your colonoscopy? Remind your doctor to do that referral. Please join the House Call Doctors Facebook and Twitter pages where you can learn more about my health-related tips. Please note that all content here is strictly for informational purposes only and it does not substitute any medical advice and doesn't replace any medical judgment or reasoning by your own personal health provider. Please always seek a licensed physician in your area regarding all health-related questions and issues. Well, thanks for listening to the House Call Doctor's Quick and Dirty Tips for taking charge of your health. If you have any suggestions for future topics, you can email me at thehousecalldoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. Hope you have a super colon healthy week.